Welcome to What Do You Bring to the Table? This is your girl Sylvia, she, her, and hers. What up? It's Tori, she, her, and hers. Welcome back to another fresh episode of the podcast. And what do you bring life. to the table? And uh, what did we say last time? We were going to try to try, try to make a positive. We were going to try yeah. to bring some positive stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any what's updates. I don't think I, I don't even think I've paid attention to anything that I didn't pay. I haven't. I mean, I've been update. looking, but nothing has popped up on my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Usually so, something will be in my feed and I'll be like, oh, shit, yeah. we talked about that. We should probably talk about um, on the episode. Um, I anonymous. So. I'm doing all anonymous stories. Ooh, anonymous, anonymous. Anonymous did send me a feel good story. Oh, OK. All right. I, I did find a feel good story. Actually, I got two. I got two feel good stories. Oh, OK. Um, One. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I found two of them Um, just randomly showed up on my uh, feed. So, you know, proof that the fucking computer is listening to us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, the, that the microphone is on. Testing. The microphone check one, two is on. Um, but I do have one story. It's not necessarily a bad story, but it's not like a feel good story either. But I just was like, oh, we got to talk about it. We just oh, this talk one, about this it. one's going to make you cry. Oh, well, I'm going to cry. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first? Are you ready? You want to do now or? You go first. Let's get it over with. Okay. So hold on. Let me get the tissue. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, exactly. You're going to need it. This comes from NBC News. Three in three news. Um, And it came out May 11th. Uh, Title is Virginia boy sells Pokemon cards to fund treatment of sick puppy. Oh. Lebanon, like she's already crying. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Lebanon, Virginia. How far would you go to save your dog? A young boy from Western Virginia set the bar at a new level. Eight-year-old Bryson Kilman is a diehard Pokemon fanatic. He, he was organizing his playing cards and noticed his dog Bruce had fallen sick. His mother, Kimberly Woodruff, rushed the dog to the vet. He wasn't coming out of his cage and being the normal puppy. He usually is, Woodruff said. He was very lethargic, just not doing good. Bruce was diagnosed with Parvo, a highly contagious Mm. dog virus. Mm -hmm. The treatment cost is nearly $700, Mm. a price the family couldn't afford to pay And a puppy, Bryson says, he couldn't afford to lose. It made me kind of sad because usually my brother and sister play together and I don't have anybody to play with. (laughs) So I usually play with him, Bryson (laughs) said. Aware of his parents' financial situation, Bryson used his love for Bruce and his passion for Pokemon to take matters in his own hands. His plan caught his mother by surprise. 
While I'm in school, I get a text message with the picture of him and a sign on the side of the road selling Pokemon Come cards. Come on. I know everybody likes Pokemon cards, so I just decided to sell them, Bryson said. Bryson's mother posted the picture online to help get the word out. She later made a GoFundMe with a goal of 800, but the donations exceeded 1,900. Oh. I was so happy because I really wanted to get him back. After overwhelming community support and a week of treatment, Bryson reunited with Bruce. Oh. Proving nothing can beat the love between a young man and his furry best friend. Oh my God. Please Bruce. tell me there's a picture of Bruce. Oh yeah. He's just a little black lab oh. looking little lab dog. Oh, just adorable. Just, oh my God. Yeah. He's a seal pup. He's yes. a seal pup. Yeah. Uh, it says that he's still going through uh, treatment and continues to gain strength. The remaining money from the GoFundMe will help pay for the dog's future vaccinations and other sick dogs in the community. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. well, hey, the, the, I mean, he was on the right track because those Pokemon cards, do you know, like I don't people know. are like, there's like, yeah, it's like a thing now. Got it. I mean, like, you know, it's like over baseball old cards school or, Pokemon. Well, I think old school, there's like the old school cards and, but like, even now, like there's a, it's, it's a thing. Wow. I thought it was like, you know, the apps where people falling off the Grand Canyon because they're trying <laughs> to catch a Pokemon. I don't know if people are still doing that. Uh, yeah. I know when I was asking my older son, Anderson, he was like, oh yeah, I was up. I can't remember. They went somewhere and he was like, yeah, we were on the beach looking for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did okay. it for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. Just, just look for out for those sneaker waves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I did it for a hot minute and um, it was kind of fun for a little bit, you know, but I mean, I, you just, you didn't, you know, if you're not like into it, into it, you don't really yeah. think about it like, like that, but um, wow. Well, I'm glad that Bruce is a Bruce. The dog is okay. And Bryson, good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also kind of sad his siblings don't play with him. So he always he has the dog to play with. <laughs> I know, huh? That was his best friend. But that Parvo, yeah, that Parvo can that Parvo can act quick on, on well, dogs. And I'm like, you know, again, it's like, it's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. And if medication is, I mean, again, you know, we're here to be taking care of animals. And, our, and it should not cost somebody... $700 to get a freaking shot for, for your dog. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, come on. Got to get that pet insurance, man. Got to get that pet insurance. But like he said, people can't afford that, but people would like a, a, you know, pets have, there's therapeutic quality to having a pet. Hell yeah. And so to say you can't, you know, you got to choose your mental health, the care of your dog. It, it's just, you know, yeah. I just find that heartbreaking. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, you know, even with like little things that Daisy has had, I've like, you know, I remember the first time she took, I took her in, um, she had a little anal gland issue, got a little uh -huh. abscess in the anal gland. Ooh. And, uh, so they TMI, were going to have to, TMI. Oh, I gonna, you have to give that. her a little, <laughs> um, a little sedation to, is there, to HIPAA, is there HIPAA rules with dogs No, and the no. health records? <laughs> she's, she's given her consent for me to uh, talk about her health uh, anal information, glands uh, for abscess. Her, her glands. <laughs> she's got a glandular problem, but I remember that, like the first time it happened, like I was like, beside myself at the vet 
because they were going to have to give her a bit of sedation because of it. Like I had all these feelings of like, well, what did I do wrong? Like, oh, you know, all these things like, oh my God, I'm a bad pet owner or whatever. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that emotional attachment, that's fucking real. Like, yeah, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have pet insurance now. I got pet insurance a few years ago. And so it doesn't cover like basic, uh, um, like well, wellness and that kind of stuff, like vaccination. But would it co- cover like if your dog got well puppies, but it got parvo? That's a good question. I didn't. I didn't ever. I didn't. I didn't look into it because I got it after she had all been vaccinated and stuff. Because isn't that a, a, they give you a regular vaccination for parvo, right? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, this little guy was probably before all the vaccinations because it's it's that window while they're still a puppy that you have to wait for them to yeah get, be so many months before they can have all those vaccines so he probably got outside and i mean it lives in the grass and that's the thing is it's so easy like when you get a puppy you can't just go take it out wandering until they have all their vaccines and wow. can't take it to the dog park and a lot of people don't realize that right so they'll take their yeah. new puppy to the dog park because they want to socialize it or whatever well but, to go out to the bathroom yeah yeah that too and like if they live in an apartment or anything where other dogs have been you know yeah. like people don't real don't they don't think about that right and yeah. So, oh, damn. Well, wow. You almost had me crying. Sick oh. dog. Um, all right. Well, I don't have a sad one, but I, like I said, I wanted to talk about this article just because, um, well, you know, I just wanted to talk about it. So this one comes from Jezebel.com. Uh, being friendly with Jeffrey Epstein, apparently not so great for a marriage. So as you may or may not know, folks out there, Bill and Melinda uh, Gates are getting a divorce uh, that got announced, I think, last week. Um, And so this person that wrote this article said, I came across at least a handful of news stories waxing extensional about why the philanthropist, thank you, couple, super couple had split. Uh, Some even situated that the Gates amid their larger gray divorce uh, trend is apparently underway, which describes the increase in older couples getting divorced. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Is that a thing? Uh, Well, you know, everything's a thing. Um, (laughs) You know, they start looking at statistics and blue, blue, blue. Yeah, it may be true that the Gateses uh, grew to gradually inhabit separate worlds, as the New York Times suggested, but all the contributing factors are so subtle. According to the Wall Street Journal, Melinda Gates began meeting with divorce lawyers at least since 2019, (laughs) around the time the public learned that Bill Gates associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Sources with the knowledge of Melinda Gates's consultations told Wall Street Journal that her husband's connection to Epstein was a source of concern and had been for many years by that point. When she sought the help of the divorce lawyers, she, she is said to have described her marriage as irrevocably broken. Irrevocably broken? No irretrievably broken melinda and bill reported reportedly convened at epstein's upper east side mansion in september 2013 over the after the two received an award for their public service the daily beast called the meeting a turning point for the gates's relationship with epstein since afterwards melinda told her friends how uncomfortable she was in the company of the wealthy sex offender and how she wanted nothing to do with them friends of the gates's told the outlet that melinda was still haunted by bill's close ties to the convicted sex offender of course publicly there was no explanation as to why the couple has decided to split after 27 years we will continue our work together um, at the foundation but we no longer believe 
we can grow together as a couple in this next phase of our lives. He wrote in a joint, they wrote in a joint statement. Um, marriages are complicated as are reasons for why they end. Friendships with accused sex traffickers, less so. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? It's speculation, right? It's, it's, nobody can say for sure, but. Um, well, I read another article, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but uh, that he continued to have yearly weekend trips. With so he continued to hang out with him. No, with the ex-girlfriend. Oh. Before Melinda. Oh. And that he had talked to the ex-girlfriend about, I mean, she's a, a, a brainiac, some wealthy lady. Yeah. Um. And that he had talked to her about whether he should marry Melinda. Is it Melinda or Belinda? Yeah, Melinda. Yeah. Melinda. Um, and that she had said, yeah, she's smart. She's blah, blah, blah. She'll, you know, go toe to toe with you. Mm -hmm. But part of the agreement to their marriage was that he can continue to have these once a year weekend trips with the ex-girlfriend. How much was that? What? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Exactly what I just said. Oh. Your man saying, hey, I'll marry you, sure, but I get to spend a weekend a year with my ex. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> now, remember, your man is a billionaire, gazillionaire. No. <laughs> I'd be like, sure, not a problem. I mean, granted, as by we the know, way, I'll be doing we, the same. Right. Like, as we know, every relationship is different. And as long as there's informed consent, and it sounds mm -hmm. like there was informed consent there. in this situation. Yeah. Um, uh, but personally, if it were me, yeah. Uh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, oh, that's only because you love him. Like, if you didn't love him, you'd be like, sure. If it's a marriage yeah. of convenience. As long as I don't have to sleep in your bed, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you love some, I mean, and I don't want to put that because I, I don't, you know, because people like you, like we've talked about, people have. Right. You can love someone and be and, in an open marriage, right? You yes, can love have somebody. Great communication, and, right. you know, right. and whatever you define your marriage as. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Yeah. To me, how you know when I think about it, I just can't. I could not do it, and I've said right. this before. Personally, me, yeah. myself, and I, I could not do no. it. No. Now, if Belinda or Melinda could, right? You know, yeah. then I'd be like, and if I obviously, when I think about it, like the thought of sleeping with Bill Gates, just <laughs> you know. So that's where I'm like, sure, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, just Send give me the give me the bazillions. Else. <laughs> Give me the bazillions and I'll do my thing. You do your thing, boo. Um, but I, I just couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't do it. Like if I'm in love with the person, right? I'd be like, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it, yeah. That's a deal breaker for me. I can't be sharing. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm too. I'm. I'm too much of a jealous monkey that I'd be like, mm, I don't trust that you're. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, and I. I, could I, see I don't like, want people even to come back to say, "Well, Tori, that's an issue you got to work on." Uh, no. No, I don't have to work on it because jealousy. I'm in a relationship that you know. With, yeah. You know. Now, if it came up, uh, you know, if it came up in the relationship, 
after however many years of being together, I mean, I think then that would be something I would have to work through and decide, is it something that could be viable or not? You know, like, right. Again, and then your partner going would have into to be, it, is that a game changer for right? me too? But like, going I am like it? dead set on this. Exactly. But going into the marriage, like like this situation, supposedly with, with yeah. Bill and Melinda, of like this was like, you know, maybe almost even within the prenup of like, oh, yeah, you know, by the way, I really like my ex. We're still friends. We want to hang out. Okay. Like, again, you're going yeah. into it, you know, and that's part of the relationship. Doesn't mean it won't, wouldn't wear on you as a, as a partner, right? Like, yeah. It doesn't mean that psychologically you wouldn't be having like this kind of torn situation of like, well, is he just friends? Like whatever. Now right. the fucking friendship with Jeffrey, like she clearly said that she was uncomfortable with this guy. Like she got an uncomfortable vibe. Yeah. So then to say that, that, that Bill carried on a, you know, continued to carry on a friendship with this sex offender after Belinda's probably saying, you know, we don't need him. Right. Like, they didn't need Jeffrey. Jeffrey needed them, right? Then right. that, that's what we know about Jeffrey is he definitely befriended a lot of very wealthy people to keep his to keep his game going, you know? Well, I believe his game was these chicks. That was what he was. That was his enterprise. Because right. Nobody no, but could he, say. He had to get into all these circles, right? To get what do we, connected it, yeah. to people and what do we who know wanted about how you can to get go in. to his pedophile island. Sex. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's so, how you can get the ends. You know, discretion, and right. that's what he gave was discretion. Yeah. He gave secrecy and discretion, and and knows people's secrets, which is why he didn't kill himself. He got killed, um, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and if Alex Jones was here, he'd probably say Bill Gates put the hit on him. Right. <laughs> Put the hit on Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, shots fired. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if I was Melinda in, in that relationship and I'm like, yeah, no, we're not going to hang out with Jeffrey anymore and neither are you. And right. he, and dude still kept going and hanging out with Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd be talking to an attorney as well and yeah. saying, I'm, I'm getting out of this shit because one, do you want to be pulled into that scenario, right? She yeah. probably had enough wherewithal, not only the, the dude creeped her out, but like, oh, this guy, we the, we don't need to be having any ties to this guy, right? Mm -hmm. And so she, you know, she had enough smarts to be like, yeah, we're not, I'm not doing this, not my partner being a part of it, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Either way, there they're still fucking on. ultra wealthy one percenters who uh, have a lot yeah, of Yeah, they're having to divide up. I think it was something like, I think I read was some 700 something billion dollars. Uh, uh, 700 billion dollars is what the banks receive. So th And then of course is, they say, two people you know, have. Right. And then they say, of course, that they've they've committed to giving away a majority of their wealth. Of course, when when you're when you die, like they're giving what? away up to the point where they continue to have the tax breaks for it. Like, let's you know? be real, you know. Yeah. Oh, geez. Whatevs. 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 All right. What you got next? Um. So let's see. This comes from an uh, from anonymous, the Daily Mail. Um, a Utah woman who did not know she was pregnant, gives birth on a flight from Salt Lake City to Honolulu. Oh, I saw that. 
a Utah woman had surprise of her life on a flight from Salt Lake City to Honolulu when she suddenly went into labor and gave birth without even knowing she was pregnant. What do you think it was? She just had to take a big shit? Like, she's like, oh, my gut feels weird. I got to go take a poop. <laughs> no, labor pains do not feel anything like a cramp. I'm saying is like, what what was going on? Like, what did she have to think? Appendicitis? Like... I, I I don't know. I Alarian mean, cyst, I, maybe. I, and here's the thing: is endometriosis. If the lady never had kids, cramps, <laughs> then I would say she would probably she was probably thinking that she was dying, like something was dying, like she was dying because right. the pain is so intense. Right now, that's if she never had kids. If she had kids, I think she would know she was going into labor at that point. Does like it say whether she had has had children before this? Um, it says Lavinia, I'm not even going to pronounce her last name. I don't want to chop it up. Uh, was flying to Hawaii on Wednesday with her family when she began having contractions. Overwhelmed is the best in the best way, she tweeted Saturday. On the morning of her flight, she tweeted, hey, let's get away. <laughs> I, I don't even, yeah, I, I don't even understand, but okay. Um her start come on i hate this whole one that just okay so um oh her story went viral after one passenger announced uh the news on tiktok saying in a clip a baby was just born on this plane footage then captures passengers on board the delta flight applauding and congratulating the woman for her incredible mid-air feat uh, later, a crew member can be heard over the plane's intercom asking passengers to remain seated to allow a passenger to seek medical attention. To those wondering how she was able to fly in her third trimester, I sat next to her dad on the plane and he said they didn't even know she was pregnant. <laughs> uh, and there's tons of pictures that they're giving. Several nurses and doctors were on the flight assisted with the birth. Uh, a nurse from Kansas City wrote in a Facebook post, if anyone would like to know how our trip to Hawaii is going, here's how it started. We delivered a 26, 27 weeker on the airplane bathroom in the middle of the ocean with three NICU nurses, NICU nurses, a physician's assistant and a family med medicine doctor. We were able to make the three hours before we could finally land but baby and the mom did great. God was definitely with us there. The shocked mother and baby, who she named Raymond, ugh, oh my gosh, Wayne, Raymond Ka Kaimani Wade Kobe Lavicki, yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, six names, were taken to the hospital uh, on landing in Honolulu in good health. The baby's father, Ethan, wrote on Facebook that he was stunned by the news and described Raymond's arrival as a miracle. He thanked those who had assisted with the birth and said he had hopes to be the best dad. Uh, Jay Cunningham, a spokesperson for Hawaii Department of Transportation said the pilot and crew followed the protocol, alerted uh, medical staff prior to landing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let's see where they said she didn't know. Um, it's not that common for childbirth, obviously. Uh, I'm trying to scroll down to her. Let's see, Mongu's sister has launched a GoFundMe, our miracle baby. Our sister did not know she was pregnant, so she was just as shocked as the rest of us when our nephew was born. 
Lavinia and baby will stay will be staying in Hawaii longer while baby gets healthy enough to fly back home to Utah. She added, we love our little baby and can't wait till we're able to bring him home back home to Utah. So was she did it say something about like was was she to term or was 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 he preemie? Uh, no, to term 26, 27 weeks, they said in that well that's not quite term to term i think it's 28 i thought it was like 30 something no are you sure well, let me see come on now i know before we start doing that you've had two children shouldn't you know this uh <laughs> let me see talk talk why i do this okay um what were you gonna say uh well one it sounds like they actually didn't have kids because um because they were saying, you know, like, oh, I just hope to be the best dad to this baby. Oh, shoot. Uh, let's see. So it says extremely preterm infants are born 23 to tw through 28 weeks. Okay. See, that's what I thought. Whoa. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like 30, 30, 30. 40 weeks. 40 weeks. Last about 40 weeks. Okay. Or 40 months. No, 40, not 40 months. 40 weeks. Yeah. 40 weeks. Not 40 months. Nine, nine yeah. months times four it yeah okay yeah yeah um so preemie so yes. that okay that that you know that's a little bit okay i mean she must have kept menstruating right because again to not to not know you're pregnant like you you're not having any signs of not uh, unless she had some type of birth control you know what i'm saying that can be possible right she's on a birth control that 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 she probably thought or or there are some women that have problems with their periods anyway that they're right. just like eh, you know yeah like oh it's just another weird yeah. month two months three months you know I, I don't but the moving part like i mean isn't there though sometimes where you know women talk about they really didn't their their baby really didn't move that much like there wasn't a lot of movement uh, yeah you know yeah. and um, what about the showing like well, I mean, she's that she's she's only maybe. 20 some weeks. So, you know, she could maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, depends on how big of woman uh, she and is. What her, like, right. And what her body know, shape is. That's that was, that was, that's what yeah. I was alluding to is that she had a body size and shape that it might not be apparent that the person was pregnant. Um, that's that possible. would be, you know, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Could you like, imagine like you're, say, you're you're flying to Hawaii, getting ready for get, the beach and the ready sun to put and on the your ties and yeah, all, all the fun and sun, and you're on the plane and you're just feeling like you're you oh what's going on? I'm crazy. Right. Like what's happening? Like, Let me go to the bathroom. Right, and then to have the person that helped deliver be like, oh yeah, you're about to have a baby. You must have been in there screaming in the bathroom. Something. Cause you yeah. thought you thought you were gonna die. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Like that's the thing. Here's like me. I would be like, Shh, you know, I'd probably be yeah. covering my mouth not to embarrass <laughs> myself, right? Because here you are in the bathroom, in pain. And that's a small bathroom. On. What are you gonna do? Call everybody in there? Like, where, right? how did they do this thing? That's what I want to know. Is how did it go down that someone was like, oh, we gotta go. Did she did she text her husband like uh I'm in the bathroom right now and something's going on? <laughs> I yeah, that would be something to find out. Like yeah. I want to know how it all right. went down. Yeah. Because I could not 
see one, there's no way you could get away with it without screaming or or not because you know there are those women that are the that have said like they're just like oh it was nothing like next thing Ugh. i knew they delivered my baby and off to the races we went you know what i mean wow. like there there are those yeah. cases and uh yeah i i the, it's just strange to me that it's just strange to me i mean I, it's it's it's, it's happened. This she's not the first one that, that you know. I know growing up. Oh yeah, didn't they have? I a had whole, a friend. Didn't they have a whole series on TLC about this? I didn't about know about women pregnant. that didn't know they were pregnant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah hold on. Let me let, let me um, tell your story. I'm gonna yeah, look it up. A friend of mine who, uh, growing up, they already had like in her family, they already had a buttload of kids, right? Uh, the youngest being like three or four, whatever. And then all of a sudden she comes to school and says, oh, my mom had a baby. What? What do you mean your mom had a baby? How come you didn't say it? And she goes, she didn't know she was pregnant. We didn't know she was pregnant. Wow. We didn't know my mother was pregnant. Wow. And she had a baby. Wow. And I was like, how do you not, how does your mom not know? She had like freaking 10. <laughs> you know? right? I don't know. It wasn't 10. Exactly. But, um, but she had a grip of kids. And she was just like, uh, stress, you know, that her mother wasn't really yeah. paying attention. Like she was taking care of her right. kids, wasn't really paying attention to her own body. Right. Um, and boom. Yeah. So, um, yes, in fact, I was correct. Uh, TLC did have a show and it was called, I didn't know I was pregnant. Um, it, uh, had four seasons. Um, it looks like it was like 2011 was the last, uh, um, episode or, season? episode or season. Um, it does say on Wikipedia here, frequent reasons for, for the subjects not recognizing pregnancy include mistaking the symptoms for another condition or illness. So if she got any kind of nausea, she's like, oh, I just got the stomach flu probably, yeah. you know, I'm not feeling good. Uh, believing they were infertile and thus not considering pregnancy as a possible cause of symptoms. Oh, so could there's be, that. Could be. Uh, not having any of the traditional symptoms such as weight gain, extended abdomen, feeling of movement in the stomach, morning sickness, or usual food cravings or unusual food cravings. Uh, assuming their birth control methods were 100% effective. Vaginal bleeding during pregnancy being misinterpreted as a period and false negative uh, pregnancy tests. Wow. All so there you go. Could potentially happen. And, and probably some of those that happened to her, you know? Okay. Now the next question is, what would you do if you found out you were pregnant? Like right now? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Oh, there's your pain. Ah! Oh, like, <laughs> I, like oh, know. pop. Oh. There it is. Oh. I mean, what would you, what, what could you, I, you, you have a baby now. I know, but you would know? you be like, I, 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 I don't even know how I would feel. I, you know, cause you already have a routine. You already know what you think the rest of your life is going to be like. All I'd say all is of a sudden, we're not fucking baby proof around this. His <laughs> <laughs> like, like we, there are too many death objects in this apartment. <laughs> That I could not, I, the stress of that alone freaks me out. Right. Like just even thinking about like right now, like right. There, there's objects, there's probably a hundred objects within reach that will kill, kill a baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you got to baby proof it. 
Oh, oh wow. God. All the things you would have to buy as soon you, as possible. Everything. You, all of it. You know, crib, yeah. all of that shit. Yeah. All that shit. Oh, oh I'd be fucking reaching right. out to people like, uh, what do you got? What do you Not got? Not to mention the emotions. What do you got in your storage unit? Yeah. I, can I mean, get. That, that turns your life upside down. Now you got to look for childcare or, you know, you got to take them with that. you everywhere you go. Yep. <laughs> for sure. So not going to sleep for the next 18 years. No, no. Like, hell but no. It sounds like that they they feel like this was a blessing. So no, that's good. That's what they got to say. But you they know, make, inside know. they're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. What the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they named the baby six names. Well, How does yeah. that fit on a, on a birth certificate? I and mean, these weren't small names. Small, they weren't like small fonts. Joe, Ken, <laughs> you know, these were She sounded names. like she must be Pacific Islander, though. Uh, she looked Pacific Islander. Yeah, so yeah. that could be a cultural thing, you know, with all the yeah. different names. Yeah, you know, you got to name it after the uncle and the Grandpa, grandfather great and gramps. the chief and the, 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 the yeah, yeah. 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 And then wow. Them, well, you know, good luck to this Dwayne. family. That's all I can say. <laughs> good luck to y'all. Better you than me. Woo. Better <laughs> you than me. <laughs> all right. What you got? All right. I got a, a, a good one from uh, NPR. Uh, so meet America's newest chess master, 10 year old Tani Tolua Adewumi. And I probably totally butchered that name. I feel bad, but I wanted to try. So I'm going to say uh, T. And I know that we're not supposed to do that, right? When, uh, when we can't. But we want to be. But I also don't want to continue to butcher his name. Yeah. So um, T, this 10-year-old, uh, 10-year-old New York um, in New York, just became the country's newest national chess master at the Fairfield County Chess Club Championship Tournament in Connecticut on May 1st. He won all four of his matches, bumping the chess rating from up to 2223, 2223, and making him the 28th youngest person to become a chess master, according to U.S. Chess. I was very happy that I won, and I got the title. He said, I really love that I finally got it finally as after about three years. So three, he's 10 after three years. So he was seven when he first started the amount of time that the Queen's he, Gambit. he has been playing chess when he started. Um, he and his family were living in a homeless shelter in Manhattan oh after fleeing God. religious persecuting persecution by the Islamist militia group Boko Haram in their home country of Nigeria. Now um, he practices chess every day after school for 10 to 11 hours and still manages to get some sleep. His hours of practice have paid off as a chess player. He describes himself a bit um, as a bit of a every man aggressive or calm when he needs to be and always thinking ahead. On, normal, on a normal position, I can do up to 20 moves in advance. He wow. says, keeping all the pieces straight in his head might be, seem like a challenge, but he says it's a skill that when you master it, it just keeps coming back. He competes against other chess players at all levels, but his favorite match, I guess, uh, Haikaru Nakamura is a favorite person I've ever played, he said. He's a grandmaster and a very strong one. He is on the top of he's on the top of the rankings. Uh, Nakamura won the match, but Adewumi 
takes his loss in stride and there's always a possibility of comeback. I say to myself, I never lose. I only learn because when you lose, you have to take to make a mistake. And when when you lose, you have to make a mistake to lose that game. So you learn from that mistake. So you learn. Uh, so you learn overall. So losing a, is a way of winning for yourself. Good for great him. attitude. At 10 years what a old. great attitude. We don't yeah. even have grown people with that kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, we see in Karen's written yeah, a book yeah, about I'm my First <laughs> Amendment rights. He's written Ugh. a book about his life called My Name is Tawny and I Believe in Miracles. Um, oh. The book is to be optioned by for option for a Trevor Noah produced film adaptation with a script by the Pursuit of Happiness writer Stephen Conrad. Um, and it's about his life um, and family and how they moved out of the shelter. Um, but Tawny's journey isn't over. He says the goal is to become world's youngest grandmaster at 10 years, eight months. He had has little under two years to beat the current record hoarder, Sergi, Sergi Karajakan, who gained his title at 12 years, seven months. Wow. So that wow. is pretty freaking cool. And the kid is adorable. Wow. He's got a little bow tie and suit on, like a oh. tuck suit on. Actually, a very fashionable suit. I like it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Adorable. So, like, again, like at seven, he was playing at like a high level. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That's, for and sure. to think, be able to like think 20 moves ahead, you know? <laughs> I can't even think two minutes ahead half the time. I, I can't either. I can't. I can't even remember what a move is. Right. Much less twenty moves. I know. I've tried so hard to be, <laughs> to learn chess, but yeah, no, uh, can't do it. Wow. Can't do it. All right. No. What else you got? Well, uh, this came from anonymous again. Southern Living, North Carolina, twelve-year-old graduating high school and college in the same week whoa what how <laughs> next month mike weimer will not only finish high school as a valedictorian of his class the 12 year old from salisbury north carolina will also graduate from college with a 4.0 gpa i went through all the grades in school at a faster pace i'm like a sponge i take in knowledge very fast you can say that again. The self-taught robotics whiz and longtime Mensa member has been dabbling in computer programming since he was just five years old while excelling at both Concord Academy and Rowan Cabarrus Community College. Mike also founded two tech startups, Next Air Innovations and, Refl and Reflect Social. He is currently the only minor working for the Department of Defense, United States Special what? Operations Command. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. But he's just a kid, albeit one who just is comfortable doing normal kid stuff as he is consulting with the military about the future of artificial intelligence. Come on now. Come on. Now. I enjoy basketball, swimming, building Legos sim racing playing with hot wheels and attending imsa sports car races mike till southern living i am still a kid and still do 12 year old things i pride myself on being able to have a business zoom meeting one minute and the next logging a couple of miles on my knees while playing with hot wheels yeah, play in the in the in the dirt, just zoom zooming around yeah. on his Hot Wheels. Come Mike on hopes now. to one day invent something that will improve people's lives, including 
the lives of those in the military. I take great pride in using my skills in support of our military men and women. He says, if I can provide, if, if what I can provide protects or gives an advantage to our troops and brings just one soldier home safely to their family, then my efforts are well worth it. In the meantime, he has some big decisions to make. In addition to fielding numerous job offers, he's currently deciding now. between North Carolina colleges. I have many avenues I could take. And though it is a hard decision, it's exciting to be competing, to, to be completing this milestone in my journey, he says. No matter which path he chooses, Mike seems destined for success. His parents, Melissa and Mark Weimer, couldn't be prouder of their son, but it's it's not just Mike's academic achievements that bring them joy. That social and soft skill side of him, I think, is a part that that's really grown and really impressed us even more than just the academics for sure. Mike graduates from Rowan Carabas Community College on May 21st. He will graduate from Concord Academy on May 28th. Come go, on Mike, go. Come on now. So graduating like with a community degree. college. Yeah. So associate's degree. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, come on. Yeah. At 12. Or, like at 12 years old? At 12. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Twelve. And working. And Two working, businesses and, with and the working Department of Defense. Yeah. 12, I'd like to know when do you got 12. time? I'm like, when do you got time to do the socializing with kids your age? You know, I mean, to me, too, it's like that's the brain you want to study. Yeah. Right. Because that's you want to I want to know what that brain, how that brain is more evolved than your typical 12 year old brain. Because, I mean, what we know about brain science is that at mm -hmm. 12, like in terms of development and brain and ability to like to memorize, like what is like, his brain, his brain has to be more evolved, right? Like, or maybe developed quicker, faster. That's what I mean. Like that's evolution, right? The fact that it, it's, he's like, think about well, He's at a genius. He's at a genius How level. I was your think. son. Uh, the dummy compared to him, <laughs> he's 13. So he's one year senior as this kid. Yes. And I'm still feeding Think about him. your son's brain development. <laughs> That's right. I'm still feeding him. I'm just barely last year finished with the diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, this kid, I mean, you would say this kid is genius. I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, he's in Mensa, so clearly he's yeah. a genius. I mean, that's a yeah. genius fucking organization. Right. But I mean, and that, yeah, like, and so genius his, can his come brain, out of anybody. His brain is not the same as your 13-year-old. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Is a, there is an evolution of development in this kid's brain that your kid doesn't yeah. have. And no. the average probably 12-year-old doesn't have. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So. Ugh, that's fucking amazing. And I mean, I and is it amazing? Know. I mean, and that's the thing. It could be amazing and a curse at the same time. Well, I do like how the parents talked about like the soft skills are important and he does have those, right? Because a lot of times in these kind of situations is you have a kid that is extremely intelligent, genius level intelligence, but lacks a lot of the, the skills necessary to build relationship and rapport with people. But it sounds like they're saying- Or, or with kids their age. That, 
any act and that's actually an asset like they're treating like they're remembering to say like you know it's not just about how smart you are you're also able to you know have those quote unquote soft skills you know so that's 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 I think important right yeah because at the end of the day he's 12 years old and he likes to fucking play with hot wheels yeah like at the end of the day and I think that personally I think if this kid at some point says you know what I just want to fucking be a kid for a little bit I'll hold my degree for when I'm like 19 and then I'll go out and find a job, you know, like let him play cars, let him play remote, let him build robots, you know, for fun, not for an actual job. Right. You know, I I don't think that kid has it in his brain to just sit back. Well, no, but I think there's a, there's a, there's a fine line between a stage parent and a parent that's just nurturing what the kid wants to do. Right. Yeah. And so, and what do you think about like, Because when you think about it, this kid would be treated way, he would not be treated as a quote unquote kid, like say my 13 year old. Right. Because I think we would assume because he can do all of these things and graduating that we would treat him as if he were older and would that warrant it? And then I was starting to think of, uh, I was, I watched a little clip of that red table with Jada Pinkett Smith and she was talking about how their son was 15 and he was like, oh, I can't live here anymore. And she was, the mother was like, yeah, you can't live here anymore. What? Yeah. Okay. They both agreed that he would move out in his own space at 15, in his own home at 15. Jada Pinkett's kid. Yes. Jade. Is it Jade? Jaden. Jaden. I, I think it's Jaden. I know there's Jaden. There's yeah. Willow. Willow. Yeah. And I think that's it. Plus he has an older kid. But yeah. Yes. That that Jaden, uh, at fifteen, moved out of their family home no. on his own. No. No, you're not. No, you're not. So you can have a wing in the in the fucking twenty thousand square foot mansion that we have, but you don't go get a live in another house. No. Yeah. Sorry, son. Oh. Apparently he did. Apparently they oh, said no. that he was, he said, I can't live here. You're restricting me. The mama was like, yeah, because yes, I'm your fucking you, parent. Right. Yes. <laughs> you can't live here because you got to do your own thing. I see. And uh, again, I, I go back to brain development. They're not able to do their own thing. According to brain development, the impulse control and, you know, like, uh, but let's say this kid. He's not demonstrating the impulse control. He's demonstrating, you know, that he has intelligence, is thinking ahead, thinking further than if he was your kid and was like at 15 saying, hey, I already got my full time job. I don't need I, I'm ready to move on to. Well, uh, okay, on my let's own. say this, then we're going to court and we're going to have a judge fully emancipate you from my responsibility, because until you're 18, whatever you fucking do can be come back on me oh okay right and that, I, I, and I don't know I mean, if that's what jade and them guys did at I the end no of the day i wouldn't want it like i wouldn't right. be like yeah like, okay yeah fine go ahead and move out i would try to find a compromise like again like with with the fucking smiths they're multi-millionaires billionaires whatever right. i don't know what level they are but they're living in a house that ain't you know 1500 square feet they're living in a fucking mansion and and that's where i would say you know what you you can have your wing of the house and you can kind of do your own thing but at the end of the day you're still 
I'm still legally responsible for you. So until right. a judge says I am no longer legally responsible for you, then we're going to have to find a compromise here. Right. And my thing is, what do you want to do that you don't feel like you could do here? It's not a job. It's not living right. on your own. Right, exactly. It's got to be something more that you aren't supposed to be doing. And I think in that Jaden's, you know, when we were looking at, you know, his situation, he was doing a lot of partying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, no, you, you ain't doing that because you don't want to be under these rules where I say you can't, you got to And that's, that's whatever, why right? I'm saying like, until you are fully emancipated from my legal responsibility, no, we're not playing that game. Yeah. Yeah. So but he's also got cash. Like he'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Cause he has the cash. He obviously could afford his own place. Yeah. I don't know. That's the kind of, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a curse. Right. And a blessing all at right. the same time. Exactly. Like yeah. this, like the Jaden, whatever it was a blessing. And it's also a curse. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I think there's a piece too of like, you know, are you teaching your kid to stay humble? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. because what we, what we know, what happens with child actors and stars, they burn out usually very quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. Look at Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's still, you know, rich and everything, but he kind of, you know, he had a bit of a burnout little phase there. He's still, you know, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Britney. I mean, Drew Barrymore, right? She was one of the the original Angelina Jolie. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and with this kid too, like that, that could happen too. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that burnout of like, you know, again, so I hope that the parents are continuing to nurture the nurture the play with your hot wheels. Mm-hmm. You know, do like you don't actually to have to do any of these things, right? You mm-hmm. don't have to have a DOD co- contract. You don't have to be a business owner. You don't. Mm-hmm. Those are not things that you have to do. You can literally just be a kid and enjoy your life, right? I think it's when when parents get in that, like I said, that stage mom situation of like living vicariously through your kid, and it's like no, 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 no. Let him be a kid, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Well, again, better you than me. Uh, <laughs> that's why this lady that had the baby at 12 years old, Toi- that baby's going to be like, when you had ah, a toilet, baby. I come out when I want and I'm leaving when I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I got a, uh, another uh, pretty good one. Yeah. Um, NPR. I guess I just really, you know, I chose NPR for a lot of my stories today. Um man who is paralyzed communicates by imagining handwriting speaking of brain science an experimental device that turns thoughts into text has allowed a man with who 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 has who has allowed a man who was left paralyzed by an accident to construct sentences swiftly on a computer screen the man was able to type with 95 percent accuracy just by imagining he was handwriting letters on a sheet of paper a team reported wednesday to the journal nature what we found surprisingly is that he can type about 90 characters per minute, says Krishna Shanoi of Stanford University and the Howard Hughes Medical Institute. The device would be most useful if someone who could neither move nor speak, says 
to someone who could neither move nor speak, says Dr. Jamie Henderson, a neurosurgeon at Stanford and co-director with Shinoy of the Stanford Neural Prosthetics Translational Laboratory. Um, we can also envision it being used by someone who might have the have a spinal cord injury who wants to use email, Henderson said, or say a computer programmer who wants to go back to work. Both Henderson and Shinoy have proprietary interests in the commercializing of the experimental approach used to decode brain signals. The idea of decoding the brain activity involved in handwriting is just brilliant, says John Nagay who directs the National Institute of Health's Brain Initiative, which helped fund the research. But it was only one subject in a laboratory setting. So at the moment, it's a great demonstration of proof of principle. The man who agreed to the test to test the device is unable to move his arms and legs as a result of a freak accident. He was taking out the garbage, slipped, fell, and instantly became quadriplegic. Oh, my God gosh that's my that's my fucking nightmare that's my oh fucking my nightmare gosh. falling in the shower tripping down the stairs right and and then coming out as quadriplegic uh, yeah he's essentially completely paralyzed a few years ago the man agreed to take part in a study of an experimental system called brains gate 2 a um it allows people who are paralyzed to control computers with their devices by using only their thoughts the system relies on electrodes surgically implanted near the part of the brain that controls movement in previous studies participants had learned to control the computer cursor or robotic arm by imagining they were moving their hands this time henderson shinoy and the team of scientists had the man imagine he was writing individual letters by hand while the computer monitor monitored the electrical activity in his brain eventually the computer learned to decode the distinct pattern of activity associated with every letter of the alphabet as well as several symbols once the process is complete complete shinoi says we can determine if the letter you wrote is an a or a b or a c then plop it up on the screen and you're able to spell out words and sentences and and so forth one letter at a time a previous experiments participants had been able to use their thoughts to point and click to letters on the screen but that approach was much slower than a mad than imagined handwriting also because in new system the new system relies on familiar thoughts the participant is able to use use it almost immediately he was very happy when he was able to write out messages in response to the questions we asked him henderson said he was pretty excited about this the team's success Decoding imagined handwriting is just the latest advance in efforts to link computers to human brains. I was introduced to this concept over 10 years ago, and I thought it was quite a bit of science fiction, he said. Then roughly about five years later, it was shown to not be in such a science fiction after all. I think we're seeing progression. It's really quite exciting. Um, the handwriting approach has brought neural interfaces with that allow rapid communication, communication much closer to practical reality. How about wow. that? Wow. Just by imagining your your writing. Wow. The brain, man. The fucking brain. Fucking, it's fucking it's fucking magic. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Uh I got a story. Okay. Uh news is NBC News. Came out uh April 22nd. Anonymous. It says couple planned wedding at Florida mansion, but no one told the owner. 
They <laughs> sent uh, they sent elaborate invitations to the two day festivities at their dream home and estate. A Florida couple attempted to host a two day wedding celebration at a mansion they didn't have permission to use. And when the owner found out about it on the day of their planned nuptials, he called the police. Courtney oh. Wilson, the groom, and Shanita Jones, the bride, sent elaborate invitations to family and friends to attend their wedding at their dream, quote unquote, at their dream home and estate. But they never got permission from the owner, Nathaniel Finkel, to hold the event there. The detailed invitation described their love story and how they had been reunited via divine intervention 30 years <laughs> after meeting in high school. They requested guests join them for the ceremony and reception that would last until after midnight on Saturday. They would then return to the mansion on Sunday for an afternoon brunch, the station reported. When Wilson showed up with another person on the morning of his wedding day, uh, uh, let's see, uh, when Wilson, oh, where, wait, wait, okay, wait. When Wilson showed up with another person on the morning of their wedding, day ready to begin setting up finkel saw them at the gate and immediately called the police i have people trespassing on my property finkel told 911 dispatcher and they keep harassing me they say they're having a wedding here and it's god's message i don't know what's going on uh -oh. all i want is for it to stop mm -hmm. when police arrived they asked wilson to leave the property immediately and not come back um uh, and not come back uh, no charges were filed. Finkel put the property on the market nearly two years ago, and it's currently listed for sale at 5.7 million, according to Sun Centennial. Equipped with swimming pool, hot tub, bar, gazebo, tennis courts, elevator, bowling alley. The estate Jesus. was previously, I know, the estate was previously owned by Finkel's late father, who had been an early IHOP restauranteer. Um, this thing keeps jumping around. Restaurant franchisee. Months earlier, Wilson visited the estate during an open house, pretended to be a prospective buyer. Come so on was, now. He was doing reconnaissance. What? Um, apparently, Wilson called Finkel a few months after his open house visit to ask if he could use the backyard for the wedding, but Finkel declined right away. Ultimately, there was no wedding for Wilson and Jones that day, and certainly not at their dream estate. Awkward. The guy figured it was a vacant house and didn't realize that uh, Finkel lived on the property in a different home. This guy had no idea he lived there. You know the shock that must have been on his face when he showed up at the gate and the owner was home. Awkward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you do? How do you? How do you do even think that that's going to happen? What gives you the audacity to think that you could do that? Two days, not like a, hey, get in, get out. You plan a two-day event. How does that, how does that work out in your brain that like, oh yeah, we could do this. We, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We could pull this off. I mean, you're using that property for hours like you got to do the pre-setup uh, so much the work cleanup, i'm assuming the so cleanup. much work not unless you were planning on leaving that crap behind 
I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't understand where people get to thinking that. No, yes. the, the only thing that the, the one piece that you said in that article about it was uh, what divine plan or something like that. Oh, yeah. Where he said uh, because they reunited and it was God's plan. You know, because they were they had just. Reunited oh, I after thought you were talking years. about like that, that, that it was God's plan to have the wedding at that location. Oh, that's what he was saying. That's what he told the man. That's what he told the man. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, baby, listen mm -hmm. to your signs. God just said, ain't happening. <sighs> ain't happening. Don't do it. If you, I mean, if they want to go by signs, <laughs> God just put the brakes on your marriage. And what about all Don't the people that probably it. showed up, right? Like, and the guy had to keep probably turning people away, right? Like all day long, like just how people embarrassing. Like, what would you think? Here? You're like, awkward. You're an invitee, right? I would be with your like, gift in hand, and they like, uh, uh, ain't nothing happening like, here today. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just um, that's that's some that's some mental illness happening right there. Two, that's two people some, mentally because they both had to be participants. Not unless one was lying. Not unless the man was lying. Like, oh, I got it all set up. Like, yep, yep, we're good to I go. I talked to I got talked the to Finkel. Owners. Finkel's yeah. cool with it. All we got to do is make sure we clean up afterwards. And we're He's, good you know, to go. He lives on the property, but he ain't gonna bother us. He knows that you know it's yeah. good. It's good press for his his. You know, we can use. He's, he can use the pictures in in his selling. You know, but like, yeah, totally yeah. possible. Ugh, come on now. That's why I said God is there is a message come there. Come on now. Probably told the lady, Shanita girl, don't marry him. He's a liar. I, and yeah, again, I wonder. I wonder. Only assuming the, that Shanita wasn't a part of it. The, like the wedding didn't happen that day, so did the wedding happen at all? That's my I don't question. know. Are they still together? What would you is do if you found out your man lied to you like that? Oh, I'd be like, this ain't. Then we ain't get married. This ain't happening. You're gonna lie about this. Like you're gonna be lie lie about the day that which we're making this union official. What else are you gonna lie about? Right. Like we need to get you some help, son. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like either she participated or she didn't know. Right. Because she wasn't there when he was doing his reconnaissance. We we need to get the follow up of what happened. That's what yeah. we need to find out. We need to find out what happened to Shanita and what was his married? name? Shanita and uh, Stephen. Was it Stephen? Stephen. Courtney. Courtney. Courtney and Shanita. Yeah. Let's do a little. Let me do a little. Uh, yeah. Courtney uh, Wilson Court and Shanita Jones. Me Wilson and from Florida. Should we take a bet? See if they got married. What do you think? Um, did they get married? This came out April 22nd, but I don't know. You know, stories come out, they could have right. been like last year they tried to, blue, blue, blue. But let's see, uh, thing coming up dream winning turns a nightmare. Couple evicted after trying to get married. <laughs> um, yeah, the only thing that comes up is just, uh, just the same information of oh, nothing as to yeah. whether they got married or not. Yeah. Um, let's see if uh, no follow-ups on it. It might nothing. be too early for a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, come on, you two. Yeah, 
I'm imagining they must have had some type of caterers. You oh, know, they had to have like a whole like thing, like a whole yeah. setup, like music, dancing, like it all of it. It wasn't balloons. Like this. Cake. Yeah, this wasn't uh, no. justice of the peace situation where we're just yeah. going to, you know, put on some outfits and go and, and just hang you know, out by the yeah, pool and for have a few like a handful of midnight. people, you yeah. know, come and come and witness it, you know, like. <sighs> yeah, the goal. I'm like the goal. The cojones, the cojones. Um, Wilson and his bride, Shanita Jones, said God told them that they would be, a, that would be the place that, that, so we're both of them. So they were both on, dubbing themselves the royal couple. Yeah. So they both kind of got, they got some issues. Now they what? got some issues. See, and this is where the God part stops. Now what? They got some issues. Yeah. Oh, God yeah, told got... us this was going to happen. We were going to get married here at this estate. God didn't tell you that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. You just should have gone to your local park underneath the damn tree and be done with it. Right? Like, yeah. What are you doing? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Jesus was humble. You think Jesus is going to be all about you? Get elaborate fake, your fakeness here, your lying, scheming to make this happen. I mean, everything about it has nothing to do with a belief in God other than your mental illness saying God sent me a message saying it was going to happen. Oh, my goodness. To add that, I mean, that's just just bananas. Yeah. Just but B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> I mean, B A N A N. Is this the? Is this a picture of them? Is it? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I, we might. I we might this. have pictures. Yeah. Right, uh, I. Kids. I just. Uh, for me, it's like. I. I just don't know how you could do that. I, like it's hard enough going up to somebody's doorbell, right? Like much less. Oh, this is the. This is the phone call. Oh. Oh, with the guy calling. Oh wait, no. Yeah. Oh. It was just a quote, like I got oh, people. Yeah, so much less going into their backyard and bringing in and setting stuff up. Like, I, I just, it, I don't know how that happens. What must you be thinking for <laughs> for you to think that? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. You still searching? No, I'm, less, I'm, I'm watching the... The video? Yeah. To Somebody keep harassing saying, me and calling me and say they're having a wedding. Oh my goodness gracious. Can you play it? Yeah, I was playing it, but um No, I mean for the listeners. Yeah, I was playing it. I think they'll they'll hear they'll hear that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I thought maybe it actually showed a picture of them in but it was one of those things where it, you know, used a picture that um they are showing they should video of the mansion. It's pretty fucking amazing. Oh yeah, there like, is a pit. Yeah, it looks Jesus. like that uh like, dynasty. You know that. Oh yeah, there. it's like what 16,000 square feet I think it I think it Something said. Something like that. Um that's that's crazy. Yeah. Courtney and Shanita no. Mm -mm. Ain't happening, boo. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Go home. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the park. Do it at the park like oh. the rest of the world. Yeah, where will God tell you show up next? Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Well, them some good stories. That was some good stories. We didn't get yeah. too. We didn't get too aggro. Only uh-huh. a little bit. Only a little no. bit today. You know. We, uh, we, but I before we go, I do have a. Uh, how would you rather? Oh, okay. All right. That's a good way. To and I know that. It. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you know, nobody. Let me, let me think would, back to what was nobody, the last? How would? How would I rather? It was the lightning, the lightning? Wasn't it? Yeah. 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 The yeah the lightning yeah uh a texas man dies after swarm of bees attacks nope 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 <laughs> nope don't want to choose that not gonna choose that nope nope <laughs> no 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 because you're gonna Can feel you, that no feel I, I, it. you're gonna you're gonna know you're going in into shock the what, anaphylactic shock you you're you're no yeah they said he Suffer. actually died of Suffer. cardiac arrest yeah, but you're gonna be. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. No. Can you imagine all the? Yeah. You're panicking. You're doing. Uh, yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. And no, then. No. 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 Yeah, I don't. And then they said that the firefighters came in. There was a second person inside the house. They had to get her in protective gear to walk her outside to be taken to a friend's house. The neighbors were told to stay quiet. And allow the bees to hive back up and calm down. Once they were calm, local beekeepers helped locate the hive and then removed it using hand tools and foam. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. That's a definite (laughs) no for me. That's not even a let me think about it. I'm still going with lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Instantaneous heart attack done. Yeah, I guess you there know. should be of animal attacks. Which would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on most animal attacks because that's gonna involve some suffering first, and no knowing like I'm gonna fucking die. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah, unless it's like a instant chomp to the juggler to where it's I like. I mean, but can, it's like, can you imagine you're minding your own business out in your own little yard? probably doing some yard work like we did playing disc golf and right. when I got stuck right minding my own business getting my disc next thing you know get the hell out of here Ooh. and they're just you everywhere know. oh yeah I mean I've stepped I've stepped in a a yellow jacket's nest oh before. my god yeah and I've got stung like 17 times oh my god yeah it, it's not fun it's not oh. fun yeah I can imagine the trauma of always like any little, zzz, you know, yeah. that just, yeah, uh, it's yeah, just, yeah, and it was like they they were in my hair, and I was like, you know, in my yeah. Clo- like, yeah, it's it wasn't fun, it wasn't fun. Oh my! Gosh. So yeah, no, thank you, no, thank you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, that's it for me. Thank you, anonymous, all right. for continuing to send. Those were those, all those are some good stories, stories Anonymous. You, yeah. you definitely uh, lightened it up a little bit today. So yes. uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?